0: The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Look them up on Facebook at Objets Etrangers. There'll be a link in the show notes. Welcome to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. It's another steamy night down on Lover's Lane. You know, the weather and, uh, well, you know. When you pull down to the dark end of the road, it's almost as private as a motel room. Generations of young couples have known about it and used this quiet spot to say, uh, well, let's call it Experiments in Intimacy the young couple turn on the radio to some soft, mood-inducing music. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special report. Lawrence Baker has escaped from the Derryville prison. He's to be considered extremely dangerous. He's 5 foot 11 tall with short brown hair and blue eyes and he weighs 190 pounds. His most distinguishing feature is a hook in place of his left hand which he lost in his youth. If you see this man, contact the Derryville Police immediately. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. That puts a damper on the mood, but somehow the couple carries on. That is until they hear someone walking around outside the car. Maybe it's just an animal. Or the wind but now they hear the car door handle being pulled on the outside. Not waiting another minute, they start the car and speed off. Their hearts only resume a normal rhythm when they're miles from Lover's Lane. With the evening ruined, he takes her home. Always the old-fashioned gentleman, he gets out and comes around to open her door. But instead of chivalry, he's speechless with terror. Hanging from the passenger side door handle is a bloody hook. For the month of April, we're continuing to talk about the classics. Vanishing Hitchhiker last week. The Hook this week. The Hook is another one of those urban legends that has been told in virtually every community in one form or another. The elements of this myth rarely vary. Sometimes the hook is found hanging from the car door. Other times maybe it's found in a tree on Lover's Lane. In the more detailed version you may hear the sound of the hook being dragged along the outside of the car body. Sometimes you see the maniac, other times you don't. This was so prevalent in our society that a reader even sent the story into Dear Abbey in November of 1960. But the legend was likely decades old by then. As with The Vanishing Hitchhiker, and to a lesser extent the Haunted Railroad Tracks, this is another car-centric story that likely originated as cars became more and more available. It's fair to say that the post-World War II years saw the rise of the interstate highways and a car in every driveway. With this came car-based stories. The hook is no different. There may be an actual set of events that gave rise to these stories. I don't intend for this to become a true crime podcast. There are lots of people doing a way better job at that than I would. But a series of murders occurred in Texarkana, Texas in 1946. Dubbed the Moonlight Murders by the media, eight people were attacked with five being killed in a span of 10 weeks. A few of the early attacks did in fact occur at the local Lover's Lane. No one was ever convicted for these crimes. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders were publicized worldwide, so access to the story was broad and sensational. It's not hard to see how it could have been the catalyst for this urban legend. There is no solid theory, however, how the story transformed into a killer with a hook. The victims in Texarkana were mostly shot, although the first couple actually sustained blunt force wounds from a flashlight. Either way, a hook was not a part of that story. The hook may have been an invention that gave the killer kind of a Grim Reaper vibe. This alone would be a great topic for a true crime show. Ever read the great blog True Crime with Caledonian Kitty? It's awesome. Maybe she'll cover the story someday. I'll link her blog in the show notes. The Hook story most certainly contains the moral element. The Hook is the reason you shouldn't do the things you were doing when you didn't want to be seen. It's even been suggested that the killer actually represents better judgment and high morals by scaring young people away from the evil of sin. It may not be obvious, but The Hook really is the catalyst for every slasher film. Think of all those schlocky 80s slasher movies. The victims are usually young people. They're often out camping or making out or some combination of the two. The genre often kills off the least moral members of the group early on, perpetuating the moral killer idea. Just replace Hook with machete or chainsaw or bladed hand or whatever. But the concept is still the same. As urban legends go, this is a staple. Campfire story, B-movie fodder, or just a plain old fun story to tell. It even appeared in cartoons, TV shows, movies, and comics. Dick Tracy, the fabled comic strip detective, took on a hook-handed killer. Bill Murray tells this story of the hook in his movie Meatballs, the Summer Camp Comedy. When did you first hear about this story? Did it give you pause to go park on a secluded road with that special someone? Or was there an even greater appeal because of the possibility of a scare? I'd love to hear how you encountered this story. Drop me a line at Urban Lore Podcast, all one word, Urban Lore Podcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a note and follow us on Twitter at urbanlorepod, urbanlorepod. Remember to share our show with your creepy friends. The creepy ones in a good way, that is. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castanios.